the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise episode joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And Lundy, we got to look ahead to week eight. It is the octopus a week of the NFL season. Uh, getting closer to the midway point of the regular season. Actually, we've already surpassed that of the season overall. Uh, we're right there, uh, as a matter of fact, even in this expanded year. But anyway, uh, let's get a little early parlay action. And you know, I like the money lines, and I like to string together some of the heavy favorites that are out there. And inevitably, somebody's going to screw this up. But I'm going to throw a wrench in this because there is an underdog who has been completely owned, completely blemished, with a big old fat crispy cream in the left-hand side of the win-loss column, who I think gets their first W of the year, and I'm going to package that. That'll be the crux of what really spikes the odds with this parlay. I'm going to get your thoughts on it. So this week, give me Cincinnati, uh, who's rolling right now. And, of course, they're facing uh, the wingless New York Jets on the road. I think they're going to take care of business there. Uh, give me the Bills to win straight up. A Buffalo hosting Miami with all the controversy swirling around. Will they or won't they be able to trade for Deshaun Watson? Uh, give me the Rams uh, going up against hapless Houston on the road. And here is where it all could go right or terribly wrong. Detroit gets their first W of the year against the dumpster fire that just continues to add kindling and gas cans. That is the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Lions, who've been really competitive here uh, for much of the season, I think will get their first victory of the year. So Bengals win, Lions win, Bills win, Rams win. It's plus 290. Your thoughts? Oh, man, you're actually going to go with the Lions. Here's the like I, I've never seen an O for team that I feel really bad for. I kind of feel bad for Detroit because, I mean, you know, it takes a record breaking field goal to lose, takes all of that. And they just cannot find a W. I don't know, man. You talk about the dumpster fire that is Philadelphia, but they they could find a way to totally screw up your parlay. Uh I'll go with it because I like the plus odds, but man, I would be tempted to bring the plus odds down just a little bit and go ahead and take Detroit plus three and a half just in case. Yeah, they get uh, creative with the meltdowns uh, late yes, in games exactly. every single week, but they're right there. I, I think they could get over the top. You know, maybe they'll have a big lead, and of course, Jalen Hurts will be scurrying his legs and will make the game interesting. But the Lions, I just got a gut feeling, and I know Senior Fun Buns Brandon Funson, who I do the Serious XM show, he agrees with me. We both believe the Lions get off the Schneid. This week, well, let's hopefully uh, get off on some winning tickets tonight. Uh, it is a hockey hump day edition. Let's get to it with another fade five. Number five. All right, before we drop the puck and hopefully make some bucks, let's go to the NBA hardwood here, Lundy, and talk about a player prop. Player props have been crushing my soul in this sport. I'll be honest with you here. Early on in the season, I have been Captain Hook. Yeah. <laughs> So many times already this year, but I feel really good about this one. Uh, I'm going to take the over on Kyle Kuzma, formerly the L.A. Lakers, now a member of the Washington Wizards, over seven and a half rebounds in Boston. Now, uh, this one is juiced up a little bit to the over at minus 125 at Caesars Sportsbook. Uh, but you look at what Kuzma's done this year. He's averaged over 30 minutes played per game so far the young season. And in three contests, he's been a boarding machine. 15 rebounds, 11 rebounds, 13 rebounds, 
Boston has the second highest total rebounds per game allowed mark at 61.2. So you pull together Boston's struggles, sealing off the glass, and you combine that with Kuzma all of a sudden going full Dennis Rodman on that ass. Seven and a half rebounds? It seems like the books have yet to adjust, and that's why I'm willing to pay up again at that minus 125 juice at Caesar Sportsbook. You good, sir. Fade or follow. Brad, you understand the rules. You never go full Dennis Rodman. You never go full Dennis <laughs> in Rodman. In Vegas, absolutely. I would like to do that once and see if I could survive. I think that's what happened to me Saturday night in Nashville, but I digress. <laughs> uh, I'm going to follow on this one because this is one where the line just does not make sense. Double-digit rebounds all three games so far this season. He's cleaning the glass for them. Uh, it's a it's a favorable matchup going up against Boston. To me, this is to me this is one that cashes by I don't know late third quarter wow. uh, easily. Uh, I I just think this is I think this is too way too low of a number. This is not caught up yet. Take advantage of it. Snag it while you can at the plus seven and a half on the over especially at not a lot of minus juice at this point. That's the big thing to me. It hasn't been juiced up. We'll talk some hockey here in a minute with some lines that have been juiced up, uh, but this one hasn't. Take advantage of it. Yeah, squeeze the orange, Kuzma, and make us some cash. Number four. All right, my friend, let's go ahead and high. Stick to sports books here. It is a hockey hope day here on the Faith That Always podcast. What action you got on the ice? Well, we got five games going on tonight. I told you this one's juiced up, but I feel really good about it. Um, After watching uh, just a weird damn game here in Denver last night between uh, the Avalanche uh, and the Golden Knights, Vegas is on a back-to-back. So they left Denver. Now they go to Dallas. Dallas has not been very good, but two things are going on. One, uh, weird bounces, weird stuff with the puck last night between the Avs and the Knights. Um, and I think that's why the Knights were able to squeak it out. But they will now go to their backup goaltender. They are still without their captain, Mark Stone. They're still without Pacioretty. They've got um, all the, the the thin, thin roster in Vegas. I just do not know how they can pull it off two nights in a row. I think Dallas, who, again, has not looked good so far this season. The Stars have struggled. But this is the Stars aligning. <laughs> See what ah, I did there? Oh, yeah. um, up against Vegas. So take Dallas on the money line. I know that it's a minus 150, so it's juiced up a little bit. If you want to get away from some of that juice, you can feel free to do it by taking them um, on the 60-minute line instead, meaning that the game does not go to overtime. That will actually get you Dallas to a plus number uh, at a plus 110. But at the very least, I like them on the money line, and they may be able to take care of it in regulation because, again, this Knights team is so thin and on a back-to-back um, I think this is one where Dallas takes care of business at home. Yeah, I love it. Good call there. Make some Dolores with Dallas. Number three. All right, let's go to college football. And we got a couple of games on Thursday night. And uh, my favorite of the pair, it's always the Chanticleers, by the way. It seems like on Thursday. Hell, they had a Wednesday night game uh, in which they lost recently at Appalachian State. But uh, we're going to focus instead not on Coastal Carolina, but South Florida and ECU. Ha, <laughs> ha, It's me again. And the Pirates, the Purple Pirates, uh, Chris Johnson, you in the house. Jeff Blake, you, I, I believe he was a product of East Carolina as well. Anyway, uh, I'm laying the points uh, here with East Carolina, minus nine and a half. Uh, pull this one from BetMGM at minus 110. Turnovers have been a problem for the Bulls this season. Uh, they have committed nine so far this year, and they refuse to play any kind of defense. Rather allergic to tackling, Lundy, giving up 463.3 total yards per game. ECU has got a you know top 40 passing offense overall. They've got wide receivers they can spread the action to around. And the run D has been 
uh, inconsistent but stout at times. So you pool it all together. They're far and away, you know, checking every box. They have an advantage pretty much in every single category. I would be shocked if they didn't win this thing by two touchdowns or more. So, again, give me the Pirates of East Carolina. Minus nine and a half. ECU, by the way, four and three ATS on the year. Going up against South Florida. Minus one, Ted Ben MGM. Fade or follow. Follow all day long. Ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a name that you're going to love watching yes. tomorrow night. That is the freshman Keaton Mitchell. He is uh-huh. the running back for ECU. Uh, go back a couple of weeks against Tulane. Brad. Dude ran for 222. Yes, sir. Uh, the first the first carry of the game went for 62 yards. He also rattled off a 68-yard touchdown later against the Green Wave. And South Florida gives up over 200 yards per game on the ground. Keaton Mitchell, by the way, the freshman. Brad, son of Anthony Mitchell, mm. formerly of the Ravens. Mm. If you want to go back a few, uh, if you want to go back a few years. So this is a guy that you know it's in his blood. He's a good back. Um, you know, he's, he's smaller. He's like five ten, about a buck 90, but he just, he runs, uh, really well, uh, for a freshman. And obviously he got it done in that game against Tulane. I think he does it again. I think they just keep handing him the rock and I think ECU builds up a lead and then just, you know, finishes off the clock and we're done. Yeah, should not relinquish it from start to finish. I'm with you there. Double-digit victory on the horizon for the Pirates of ECU. Stick around for our top picks upcoming here Thursday Night Football in the NFL and a weekly special of interest. Plus, of course, you guessed it, bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get to one of those weekly specials. This one pulled at DraftKings Sportsbook. Some of these creative uh, player parlays that they will put together and props and offer to the masses, uh, usually a plus odds, and this is one of them. Uh, New England traveling to SoCal to take on the L.A. Chargers and focusing in on the starting running backs in the game. DraftKings has an offering. Damian Harris and Austin Eckler combining for 1.5 total touchdowns on the over. It's plus 175, and I think this is achievable, Lundy. Uh, you look at the Chargers. They've given up 5.29 yards per carry, nine combined touchdowns in the running back position in six games. And New England's only given up two TDs so far to RBs and just under four yards per carry. But Eckler has been a scoring machine. Uh, he has seven touchdowns in total. He's scored at least one in four or six contests. Uh, one game he had a three TD outburst. And Damian Harris has scored a touchdown in three straight games. He's got five in total, and it sounds like raw. Rah, 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 Ramondre Stevenson uh, is in the doghouse a wee bit. Uh, kind of touch and go, according to the running backs coach, Ivan Fears, and whether or not he is going to be active any given week, rest of season. So, I, you know, honestly, I think Harris may have the most upside here at multiple TDs. We just need one of them uh, to achieve that, and both of them finding pay dirt. And I think uh, there could be a couple of touchdowns here uh, to seal the deal. So, uh, over or under 1.5 total touchdowns. The over is all that they offer on the weekly special plus 175 at DraftKings, but I will offer to you a fade or follow. I will follow on this one. I like it because of the fact, obviously, we're pairing a couple of guys up. We got an early week opportunity. I also like it because Austin Eckler was over last week. And you know what? Sometimes when you're coming off of a game where you got the offer, you got to get you got to get back on the horse. And we know that Eckler is absolutely a horse for the Chargers. So if he is going to come off of a game where he did not score, 
I'm looking for him to get back into the scoring column. So I think that's going to help things out. And yes, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, it was rather interesting on Sunday to suddenly wake up and notice that all of my player props were voided uh, that I had on, <laughs> on, Stevenson on Stevenson. Yeah, because of the fact that he was a healthy scratch. So, uh, yeah, he is clearly in the doghouse. That's got to be one of the worst, man. What? What happened to you this weekend? I don't know. I was fine. I could have played. They just didn't want me. <laughs> wow. You've got kicked to the curb, dude. Uh, I'll take the over on this one. I like this weekly special. Yeah, just uh, full disclosure, Austin Eckler was in a bye last week. So naturally yes, yes, he didn't it was score. two weeks so ago. Two weeks ago in Baltimore, did not find the end zone, but it's not going to matter. He'll splash six, Harris will splash six, and we will score, hopefully, a winner on this over. Number one. All right, let's uh, turn our attention to Thursday Night Football. And, man, we've had some crazy news coming out of Green Bay's camp as uh, you got no Devontae Adams. Uh, you're not going to have Alan Lazard. Hopefully you're not going to lose any other bodies in that wide receiver room. Otherwise, Antonio Freeman, Jordy Nelson, uh, maybe Robert Brooks are going to have to come out of retirement and have one last dance <laughs> in this Packers offense. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the advantage here, clear with the unblemished team, we're going to have the full – rundown of Arizona against Green Bay on tomorrow's podcast. I want to give you some early action because this line is likely to move and it's absurd to me that it's a plus odds. And that is James Conner for an anytime touchdown and it's moved, Lundy. I got it at plus 105 at FanDuel. I woke up and rolled out of the bed this morning, um, you know, was updating the script for the podcast today. Notice it's now plus 110 at FanDuel. And to that, I say get on it now. You look at what Connor has done. Six touchdowns in his last five games. Uh, he is top ten and carries inside the five-yard line uh, with seven in total. Top ten in red zone attempts. Uh, towing the line of 20 in total there. And you look at Green Bay, not exactly the Great Wall of China uh, when it comes to defending the run. Uh, they give it up 4.18 yards per carry, 80.6, just 80.6 rush yards per game. Uh, but they've allowed seven touchdowns in total to the running back position. So in what could be a positive game script for Arizona, much like last week, James Conner comes in. He's the hammer late to salt away the clock. And against a tire defense, I think it'll be in – the fourth quarter, like it was against the Texans, where he will sprint and take one in for six. So fade or follow James Conner, the Terminator. Anytime touchdown, plus 110 at FanDuel against the Packers on Thursday night. Oh, you had me at plus odds. You had me at plus <laughs> odds. And it went up? It went up? It went up, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, please, folks, jump on this one. Uh, this is one of those that the way that he gets utilized, the fact that he gets the red zone touches, all those things add up to, hey, you might miss it in a particular week. You just keep going back to it. It's To me, it's exactly like our longest receptions props. Um, I'm going to keep going back to these over and over again, even if somebody happens to miss it in a week, because the law of averages continue to play with these guys. And I think with Connor, it's the same way in what I think is going to be a positive game script as you said, Brad, uh, Arizona has been fun to watch so far this season. We're going to have a ton of props for you on tomorrow's pod, but this is one to jump on early. Yeah, and one of the one, just before we get to bonus time, uh, to keep an eye out on at tape time of this pod on hump day, uh, nothing had yet populated on anything related to Aaron Jones for receiving yards or receptions. Whenever they do arrive, just hit the over, no matter what the number is. <laughs> he could have like an Alvin Kamara. Uh, game that we saw on Monday night because he's really the only game left in town. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, all right, Luddy, let's get to it. Uh, let's do bonus time. What else you got? 
All right, let's talk about some correlation. I gave you Dallas on the money line earlier, but I told you that it's juiced up to a minus 150 at this point because of Vegas being on the back-to-back. So let's pair that together. Let's do a two-leg money liner. We're going to put the Leafs in there. We're going to grab Toronto uh, on the money line as well. They are on the road. They will take on the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks right now not only down several players, but embroiled in arguably the biggest controversy in sports. Uh, And so you put those two together with uh, Toronto and Dallas on the money line is a plus 154. Let me get you some goal totals over. We're going to alt line this one folks Detroit and Washington as well as Philadelphia and Edmonton both of them have a total tonight at six and a half that is super high I I, I think honestly both of them may wind up going over six and a half but I'm going to alt line each of those down to five and a half and if I put those two together for them both to go over the five and a half total goals I get myself to a plus 148 then on the hardwood tonight keep an eye on this one um If because they're on the back to back, we know that LeBron didn't play in San Antonio yesterday. If Anthony Davis doesn't go, if it turns into a rest day, whatever, I know that Oklahoma City is winless, but I'm taking them plus the nine because Mm. I think that it'll wind up being a close game. Um, The same way that they dealt with with San Antonio, uh, uh, the Lakers and the Spurs. Um, So if AD gets a rest day or something like that happens, I'm going to be paying attention to this one early afternoon today, and I'll take Oklahoma City in the points if he doesn't go. I love that one. Uh, And I'm going to get working one more NBA player prop. Uh, Give me Franz Wagner. Uh, The pride of Michigan uh, now, uh, he is playing for the Orlando Magic, and his points line is just 11.5 at plus 105 on the over at DraftKings Sportsbook, and I think that's an extraordinary value. Why? Well, Wagner has been over in three of his first four NBA games, 12, 16, 10, and 15. Uh, is what he has logged in the points category over that four-game stretch. He's played over 30 minutes per game. He's averaging 11.3 field goals attempted per game. He's shooting only 35% from three, but he's chucking it, and 48.9% from the floor overall. And you get Charlotte, LaMelo and company, number 23 in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.074 points per possession. I think Wagner... Uh, we'll hover right around the 15-point mark. And, again, gets seduced by the juice there at plus 105 on that over 11.5 points available at DraftKings Sportsbook. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out there as well at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, which kindly helps our show tremendously. And, as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed. The noise.